Blog Talk Radio. In reading the New Testament in depth, in <clears throat> studying the the old, the both the Old Testament and the New Testament, one finds a profound message from God. It is interesting and compelling that in the writings of Paul, Christ is preeminent. In fact. In Paul's letter to the Ephesians, he focuses on the church or the ecclesia as the body of Christ. In his letter to the church at Colossae, <clears throat> Colossae or the church or the letter to the Colossians, Paul presents Christ as preeminent. That is, Jesus is the kephale. He is the head of the body, the church. So, in Paul's thinking, the church is radically different from that of the world. In fact, the very term church means called out ones, called out ones. Paul recognizes the distinctiveness of the ecclesia. Paul recognizes that this entity called the body of Christ or the Soma Christos is radically different and that through the ecclesia, God is doing a new thing. And so for Paul, the church was never to conform, <clears throat> as it were, to the thought forms of this ion, A-I-O-N the thought forms of this age. The church is to be distinctively different. And so this is Paul's thinking about you and I as members of the body of Christ. This is what Paul writes in his letter to the Romans, chapter 12, verse 2. Quote, And the not conceived Formed to this ion, but be transformed, set apart, 2 Corinthians 3.18, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We have renewing. That is a renewing that makes a person different from the past. Ephesians 4.23. Now, Paul uses some very interesting prefixes 
uh, in the Greek text in this verse. And I don't have time to go into those prefixes and, and what they mean uh, during this show. But let me say that the church needs to understand the meaning of the body of Christ, the meaning of the work of Christ, the meaning of the finished work of Christ Jesus. And so Paul writes for us, verse 2, and be not conformed. Be not conformed. That is, the church is not to fit within the philosophical, the religio-philosophical, the political-religio-philosophical thought forms of this particular church is to be distinctively different. And so, this is why. And so, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, we have these words. Verse 16. Quote, Wherefore, henceforth know we no one after the flesh, yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Verse 17. Therefore, if any man or anyone be in Christ, he is new creation. It is literally new creation. The Greek word kena here means qualitatively new. Qualitatively new. He is qualitatively new creation. Old things are chaos is the Greek word. Archaos, which means original or ancient, and from which we get our, our term archaeology. Old things are passed away. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 9. This word, a similar word is used. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. That is continuously fresh. <clears throat> so, this is the new milieu for the one who has been born anew. So, why would the church believe that one who has been born anew by the Spirit of God, one who is therefore now qualitatively new creation, why would the church want to use counseling forms and forms of psychotherapy, psychotherapeutic algorithms for a creature or creatures that have been said to be qualitatively new? And the Bible states this in an unapologetic manner. If anyone in Christ, he or she 
is new creation. I make no apologies for the use of the pronouns he and she. So this is what the word of God states. And yet, the church wants to take this fabulous being and these wonderfully uh, transformed beings and have them conformed in contrast to what Paul states. Paul states, and be not conformed, but the church wants the, there are those in the church who wants the, the members of the body of Christ to fit themselves into thought forms that are old, that are of the past, and that have nothing to do with one's new position in Christ. So what is going on? And do you see now why the church at this point in the 21st century has a problem with self-identity and the church is bewildered because it has failed to teach the doctrine so that the believing community can understand who they are and whose they are. Beloved, the old thought forms do not approach the fabulous estate of who believers are in Christ. Paul states, therefore, Second uh, Corinthians five seventeen. If anyone be in Christ, new creation, old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. All things are become new. He or she is new creation in Christ. Let's go to Romans chapter chapter 6. And Paul has this to say to believers. This is Romans 6.6. 6. Paul states, quote, Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be, uh, the verb here is destroyed, but it should read, made to cease, that henceforth we should not serve sin. So look at the words old man. The adjective that modifies the noun man is not our chaos as we just read in Second Corinthians chapter 5. It is the word paleos. Paleos. So do you get the idea of what, what is Paul's focus? It is paleos anthropos. Anthropos is a general term for mankind, it is gender inclusive of both male and female. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him. Notice the verb, notice the state of being verb is our old man is crucified. Our old man stands crucified. This is vital in our spiritual self-awareness. This is vital in our spiritual 
sense of well-being that the old man, the the uh, Peleos Anthropos, stands crucified. So he goes on with the result that so the purpose clause that the body of sin might be made to cease so that you and I will no longer serve sin because of this wonderful freedom we have in Christ. We are given a wonderful power. Please read Ephesians chapter 1. You and I have been given the resurrection power of Jesus Christ in our lives. Think about that. We have been given the resurrection power of Jesus Christ in our lives. Now, Isaiah wrote of Jesus that his beard was plucked out. Isaiah also wrote that his visage or his face was marred beyond human recognition. Isaiah wrote that Jesus gave his back to the smiters and that he did not hide his face from spitting and mockery. That resurrection power that brought Jesus back from the grave is available to you and I right now, today. So that, notice what also Paul writes here, so that you and I, in verse 4 of Romans 6, Paul said, at the end of verse 6, that we should walk in newness of life. Again, the word here is qualitatively different. Think about what we have received as an inheritance in Jesus. Everything is qualitatively new because of the finished work of Jesus. This is cause for celebration. This is cause for great rejoicing. This is cause for praise and thanksgiving to God Almighty, who has given you and I such a wonderful and brand new life through Jesus our Savior. Beloved, good afternoon and hallelujah. Hallelujah.